You're listening to Life of Revival Radio with Pastor Zachary Weber. Good morning, everybody, and welcome. You're listening to Life of Revival. I'm your host, Zachary Weber. I'm also the pastor of the River Church right here in Coshocton, Ohio. We would love to see you come out this morning. Our service begins at 10 a.m. We call our Sunday morning service the main event. It's our worship service. It's a time where we come together in one accord, in one place, and we worship the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. His name is Jesus. So we would love to see you come out this morning, 10 a.m. We're located at 212 South 7th Street, Coshocton, Ohio. You can also go to our website, therivercoshocton.com. You can find additional information and service times there. Also, if you're not doing this already, you can go to facebook.com slash the river You can follow us on there. You can also catch the replays of our service uh, as well as the live stream. We stream every service live right through Facebook and you can watch online. And of course you can follow us on Instagram at river and get a lot of pictures of our different outreaches and revivals. And you can see everything that God is doing on there. I'm so glad that you're listening this morning. I know that God has something very special for you. God said in his word that his word never returns void, but it accomplishes what he sends it forth to do. You know, Jesus said, build your life upon my word. And when the storms come, you will not fall. You see, storms come to every single one of us, everybody listening right now, everybody on the planet. There are storms That are going to come, the storms of life. But Jesus said, if you build your house on a firm foundation, he basically he was saying, if you build your life upon the foundation of my word, when the storm comes, you're not going to fall. Hallelujah. But he said, if you don't build your life upon my word, you're like a foolish person who built his house upon sand. And when the storm came, it fell and great was the fall. Well, praise God. You're listening this morning. So I know you're not building your life upon sand. You're building your life upon the word of God. And when those storms come, maybe you're in one right now. You may feel the wind. You may feel the, the, the rain beating against you. You might hear the thunder and see the lightning, but I want to tell you something. You will not fall. God's going to come through for you. He said in his word that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. You know, we say all the time that God delivered Daniel from the lion's den. Well, actually, God didn't deliver Daniel from the lion's den. Daniel was thrown into the lion's den. He was with the lions. However, the lions couldn't touch him. Maybe you feel like you're in a den with lions right now. Well, I want to tell you something. Those lions cannot touch you. The lion's breath might stink and their tongue might feel a little bit rough against your face. However, 
They can't touch you. They can't hurt you or harm you in any way. The Bible says that the devil goes around like a lion, roaring in fierce hunger, seeking someone he may seize upon and devour. But the Bible tells us to withstand the devil, stand firm in faith, and be rooted against him. And then the Bible says the God of all grace, who imparts all spiritual blessing and favor, who's called us to his own eternal glory in Christ Jesus, will himself complete and make us what we ought to be and establish and ground us securely, and he will strengthen and settle us. Hallelujah. So the devil can't take you out. He can't harm you. Jesus said, behold, I've given you authority over the power of the enemy. And Jesus said, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. If you're listening to me right now, why don't you repeat this after me? Just declare it out loud so the devil can hear you. Say nothing shall by any means hurt me. That's right. Those are the words of Jesus. Jesus said, build your life upon my word. Uh, the Lord said in his word that my word will never return void. It will accomplish what I sent it forth to do. You see, when you begin to believe the word, speak the word, uh, you know, build your life upon the word, pray the word, talk the word, the word will work for you. Amen. Hallelujah. Nothing, Jesus said in Luke 10, nothing shall by any means hurt you. You know, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were thrown into the fiery furnace. In fact, the furnace was heated up even hotter than it was. I think it was like seven times as hot as it was. They were thrown into the furnace. Maybe you feel like you were thrown into a fiery situation. But when they looked in the furnace... They had thrown three men in, but when they looked again, they said, there's a fourth man in there and he looks like the son of God. I want to tell you some, something. <laughs> there's another person in the fire with you, Jesus Christ, and those flames will not take you out. Those flames will not hurt you. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Come on. You got to believe that you got to release your faith. You got to receive this right now. This is for somebody. Look, I want to tell you, if the enemy digs a ditch for you, he's going to fall in it himself. The devil's going to rule the day that he touched God's people in Coshocton, Ohio, because God's raising up a people. God's raising up an army that's going to run the devil out and bring Jesus in. The power of God is greater than the power of the enemy. In fact, Jesus said, use my name and cast devils out. In Mark 16, he said, in my name, you'll cast out devils. In other words, in the name of Jesus, you can tell the devil to hit the road, Jack, and don't you come back no more, no more, no more. Amen. You have more authority in the name of Jesus that at that name, every knee must bow, that at that name, every tongue must confess Jesus is Lord. You have more power in that name than the devil has in his entire body. Once again, in Luke 10, Jesus said, I've given you authority over the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Amen. Go look it up. It's in Luke 10. Amen. It's right there.
in red. He's given you authority over the power of the enemy. Well, we can put it this way. You know, a police officer, he can stand in his full uniform with his belt, with the gun and everything. A police officer can stand in the middle of a highway and all he has to do is raise up his hand and a big 18 wheeler will stop dead in its tracks. Now that police officer he doesn't have the power in himself to make a 18 wheeler stop, but he has authority that when he raises up his hand, that person driving the 18 wheeler is going to stop because he knows he has to listen to the police officer. That's basically what Jesus is saying. I've given you authority over the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Jesus has given every believer authority through his name, the name of Jesus, to command the enemy to go. And the Bible says when you resist the enemy, he will flee. When you stand against the devil, he will and he has to flee. He has to stop. So I want to encourage you, use that name. He's given us his name. And not only has he given us his name, he's given us the word of God that we can build our life upon. And when the storms come, we're not going to fall. He's given us his blood where the Bible says they overcame the enemy by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony over in Revelation. And the Bible says we've been brought nigh unto God through the blood. We can plead the blood. Amen. He's given us his Holy Spirit where Jesus said in Acts 1-8, you'll receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you and you will be my witnesses. So we've received that precious Holy Spirit. Whoever lives on the inside of us, he's given us the angels. The Bible says in Psalms 91, he's given angels charge over us lest we dash our foot against the stone. He's given us the weapon of praise, just like Paul and Silas when they prayed and sang praises unto God. The, The prison was shaken and everybody's bands were loosed and the prison doors were open. So we could, we have the weapon of praise. Uh, We can give, which giving breaks the back of poverty and lack, and it opens God's blessing upon our life. I mean, come on. Why do people sit around praying that God would do something about the devil when he has given the church spiritual weapons? He's given the church instructions. He's given the church what to do about every single situation. Come on. It's time to work the word. It's time to apply the word. It's time to stand up in what you've been given and begin to utilize it, begin to use it and start advancing the kingdom of God. Run the devil out and bring Jesus into your family, into our city, into the political realm, into the business realm, into the jails, into the nursing home. In every situation, church, our job is to occupy until he comes. I see Jesus invading our city. The devil can't have this city. Witchcraft cannot have our city. (laughs) This city belongs to the Lord. Well, we're going to go right into a clip of one of our sermons from last Sunday. This is something that I preached on the supernatural. At the River Church this whole month, we have been talking about the supernatural power of God. You have to understand that God is supernatural. And the Bible says in Isaiah that we were made for signs and wonders. Jesus said in Mark 16 that signs will follow the believer. He talked about laying hands on the sick. He talked about casting devils out. 
out and speaking with other tongues. And then the last verse in the book of Mark, chapter 16, it says, And the Lord worked with the disciples, confirming the word with signs following. Paul said in Romans, I have fully preached the gospel in signs and wonders. And he also said in 1 Corinthians, chapter 2, when I came to you, it was not with excellency of speech, but rather a demonstration of the spirit and power that your faith would not rest in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. And then another verse in first Corinthians, he said, when I come to you, I'm not interested in the talk of the people, but I'm interested in what power they have for the kingdom of God is not in word, but it is in power. Yeah, that's right. He also said in Romans one, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. And of course, also, I mean, I, <laughs> there's so many verses. I don't know how people even argue that the power of God in the supernatural is not for today. But in Acts 1 and verse 8, Jesus said, you will receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you and you'll be my witnesses. We are to be witnesses of the resurrected Lord Jesus Christ in word and in power, and in demonstration of power. So I hope this clip blesses you. Let's go ahead and play it right now. We've been talking this month about the supernatural. Who's been blessed this month with some of the two of you? Okay, that's great. Amen. <laughs> but uh, we've been talking this whole month on the supernatural, and, uh, and I pray you're getting it. I pray you're getting a revelation that, you know, Jesus said signs and wonders should follow every believer, right? Should follow every believer, not just some believers, not just that kind of goofy lady at church, amen, or that goofy dude, but it should be every single one of us. And I'll say this, you don't have to be goofy. You can be a totally normal person and flow in the Holy Ghost, right? You might be a little peculiar because you believe God. But you can be a normal person. Who's ever met people like that? They're so spiritual, you can't even talk to them straight. You can't even just have a meal with them. Come on, who knows what I'm talking about? You try to go out to eat with them and, you know, it's just, it's like two french fries short of a happy meal. You know what I mean? But you can be normal, you can be a normal person, and then still have the power of God flow in the Holy Ghost. My pastor's daughter one time, she was walking one day during the camp meeting, and they were, you know, next to the church is a gas station, so they were walking to the church. She goes to get, step off of a curb, and as she steps off, she was wearing heels, and it twisted her ankle, and immediately they heard, and they heard it break. And she crumbles on the ground and starts screaming out in pain, you know, and she's grabbing her ankle in, in, in pain. And she immediately saw the ambulance coming. She saw the cast. She saw herself walking around the ministry on, clutch, on crutches. And then, you know, and she just saw the whole thing being bedridden for the next few days. And while she was on the ground seeing all this flash before her eyes, the next, what the next few weeks looks like, the canceled, canceled things, you know, that she, you know, whatever. As she saw that, she said, no. And then she told her dad, help me up. And then, and then she said, I'm, I, I refuse this. And then he reached down, he grabbed his daughter's hand, pulled her up. And as he pulled her up, her, her ankle was healed. And she walked home. 
And, and immediately she said all the pain left. She didn't have any pain of it whatsoever. But as she was laying there in those circumstances, the moment it came on her, she said no. And the supernatural power of God responded to that faith. And there was a connection. And she was completely healed. And boom, right there. You know, someone thinks, well, no, I got to go get the cast first, then answer the altar call, get the pastor to pray for me, and then go through the religious rigmarole. Hey, you know what? God is right there. He is right there. So the power of God is there, but it responds to faith. Someone says, oh, no, it's come to this. We need a miracle. Hey, well, we happen to know a God who answers by fire. Hallelujah. We happen to serve a God who parted the seas. We serve a Jesus who walked on the water. We serve a, a living God who, who does not have ears that can't hear, who doesn't have eyes that cannot see. And he moves and he's looking for somebody to show himself strong on their behalf. And you may have been attacked by the enemy, but Jesus could calm the storm and say, peace, peace, be still. But, you know, you have to involve him and you have to look to him. You have to look to him. And look, God is not the author nor the source of sickness and disease and your problem. Are you with me? Because how can you cry out to a God to heal you if you think he's the one afflicting you? Are you with me? Because that's what, how the enemy operates. Did God really say you can't eat of that tree? He operates by deception. So the enemy, if he can come to you and put something on your life and then convince you it's God's will for you to have it, then how can you cry out for help and, and even get prayer? Oh, Lord, if it be thy will. Well, shouldn't you know his will? Because faith begins where the will of God is known, and God responds to faith. Prayer responds to faith. Are you with me? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus said, if you believe you've received it, you shall have it. You can't believe you've received it if you don't even know God wants you to have it. And so you need to know the word, especially in this time that we're living in. Amen. Come on, rise up, church. Rise and shine. Because needs to see a demonstration of the spirit and power. They need to see people not just talking it, but living it. And I can't get it for you. I cannot get it for you. I can shake you till your false teeth rattle. I can lay hands on you till you go bald. Amen. <laughs> but that doesn't mean you'll get anything if there's no faith there. That doesn't mean you'll get anything if you're not pressing in. That doesn't mean you'll get anything if you're not hungry. In America, we want everybody else to do it for us. But Jesus said, you hunger. You draw near to God and he'll draw near to you. You press in and you touch the hem of his garment and power is going to be released into your life. You've got to do it. If I could do it, if I could just take something and hook you up, I would. Like two cords and just, you know. And, uh, but you know what? In, in, the, in the middle of the battle, in the fray, you just kind of stand. Amen. Against the enemy. Hallelujah. So you got to press in. you got to get it. And you can. You can get it. Amen. You can walk in everything that Jesus paid the price on Calvary's cross for you to walk in. And then Jesus, he resurrected. He went and sat down at the right hand of God. And then he sent unto us his Holy Spirit, whoever lives on the inside of us. And he said, you'll receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. And you will be my witnesses. Hallelujah. And Paul said, when I came to you, it wasn't with wise words and persuasive of man's wisdom but a demonstration of the spirit and power so that your faith will rest in the power of God and not the wisdom of man. So many people's faith is rested in a man. But the devil, if he can get your faith dependent upon a preacher or a man, the devil will just isolate that man, take him out and take you out with him. 
So come on, uh, your faith shouldn't be rested in what I'm seeing or what I'm doing. It should, or what the River Church is doing as a body. It should be upon the Word of God. Your life should be to p built upon the Word of God. Amen? Because that is what will make you stand in the middle of the storm. And you're not going to fall in the middle of that. And you'll see the hand of God. You'll see the supernatural manifest in your life. For God said, I'm watchful over my Word to perform it. Hallelujah. I'm watchful over my Word. When it goes forth, it accomplishes what I send it forth to do. People come to me, pray for me. I will pray for you. However, I, 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 I'm trying to make a habit of asking people, what scripture are you standing on when you want prayer? Amen. If you want healed, what scripture are you standing on? You could, By his stripes, I'm healed. You need, Jesus said, if my word abides in you, you can ask whatever you will, and it will be done for you. So you need to get the word in you. Faith, faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen. The sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, our shield of faith. We can do damage in the city. I'm telling you, even now, we're setting the devil back decades what he had planned in the city. Decades. Where someone could be behind their door about to commit suicide, and then they get a knock, knock. Has anyone told you God loves you and has a plan for your life? It happened there in soul winning. Mom knocked on one door, and this lady answered. And mom said, you know, God loves you, and he has a plan for your life. She said, well, he's not helping me right now. And she, mom said, well, what's going on? Well, the lady, her husband was laying collapsed, passed out in the middle of the, of everything, you know, of the living room and the ambulance was on its way. You know, so mom got to go and minister a little bit of peace to her. Mom's trying to go back and just keep them and, you know, she's trying to go back to just keep them prayed for and get them saved, get the husband saved, you know. Come on, there's hurting people. There's hurting people. But religion and tradition and some nice message I got a nice message, nice encouraging word. Today I'm verbal flowers. You think that's going to shake the city? And we can be nice, we should be kind, and we should encourage each other, but that's not it. We've been given power. In the book of Acts, the church was birthed in power, in a demonstration, right? And then they would go from city to city, and the power of God would be made manifest. And they would even, the people would even say, the devils would cry out, oh no, those who have turned the world upside down have come to our city too. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, glory to God. They've come to our city. What do we do? You know, in Texas, uh, my pastor sent a team in there to go soul winning. They were going door to door reading the gospel soul winning script. They got to this one door and there was a screen you know, door they could hear on the other side. And when they got to the door, they knocked. There's a man on the other side of the door who collapses and starts like convulsing on the ground. And he said, the pamphlets, the pamphlets, the pamphlets. And he was talking about, it was a demon manifesting because devils were coming out of people. And that whole street that the devil had bound, they were going door to door and people were hearing the gospel and getting saved. And this devil was manifesting in this man. And all he could say was, the pamphlets, the pamphlets.
Well, that was a clip from last Sunday at the River Church right here in Coshocton, Ohio. We would love for you to join us. Our service begins at 10 a.m. We're located at 212 South 7th Street right here in Coshocton, Ohio. You can also go to therivercoshocton.com. You can get directions and additional service times on there. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash therivercoshocton. Of course, you can check out our live stream. And uh, we post devotionals on there and other information. And if you have Instagram, you can check out a lot of pictures from our outreaches and services and revivals by following us on Instagram at River Coshocton. Also, if you enjoy this show, Life of Revival radio broadcast, you can look up Life of Revival on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and really wherever you find podcasts, and you can catch the replays of all of these shows and more by once again searching Life of Revival. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you can find podcasts, you're definitely going to find us. So uh, avail yourself to all of that. And I said a few shows ago that this show exists for your blessing. It doesn't exist for our blessing, though I am blessed doing this. I enjoy it a lot, but uh, it definitely exists for your blessing. So if you need prayer at any time, we're here to pray for you. We read every prayer request that comes into the ministry and we pray over them. Some people say they pray, and they don't pray. But we will pray and believe God with you. You can go to therivercoshocton.com and under contact, you can submit prayer requests. You can also submit uh, testimonies. So if God did something, he moved on your behalf, we'd love to hear from you and we would love to celebrate and praise God with you. So you can do that as well. Well, just before we end this broadcast this morning, I want to ask every person listening a question. If you were to die this very second, God forbid, do you know beyond a shadow of a doubt if you would go to heaven? You know, the Bible says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. The Bible says that the wages of our sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And the Bible also says that all who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You know, Jesus said, come unto me, all you who are heavy laden and weary, and I will give you rest. You know, Jesus stands with arms wide open today, and he says, come. So look, if you fit into one of these three categories, I would love to pray with you and for you this morning, just before we end this broadcast. Number one, if you're listening and if, if you're not saved, maybe you've never given your life to Jesus and you've never said, Jesus, come and be the Lord of my life. You know, the Bible says if we believe in our heart and we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, then we shall be saved. So this morning, I want to give you that opportunity. You know, the Bible says that he'll take out the stony, stubborn, rebellious heart and put in a heart of flesh, a new spirit or a new heart he'll put on the inside of you. So if you've never given your life to Jesus, today can be a fresh start for you. It can be a new day. And when you do die and breathe out your last breath, you can know that you know that you're going to go to heaven because you have Jesus in your heart. So number one, if you've never given your life to the Lord, I want to show you how to do that this morning. Number two, 
Maybe you're listening and you used to serve the Lord in days gone by, but you've grown cold or stale and you're not serving God the way that you should. Jesus said, I would that you be hot or cold, but if you're lukewarm, I'll spew you out of my mouth. Now is not the time to be religious. Now is not the time to be cold and it's not the time to be lukewarm. Now is the time more than ever to be hot on fire for God, serving him with zeal and gladness and joy. You know, he said in his word that he'll restore unto you the years that the canker worm and the locusts have eaten. David prayed, Lord, restore the joy of thy salvation. He'll give you that joy you once had, that peace you once knew. Something could have happened that knocked the wind out of your sails. But today, this morning, if you say, I want to come back to the Lord and have that fire I once had, that can be restored this morning. And number three, if you're listening and maybe you love the Lord with all your heart, but maybe the devil lies to you and tells you that you're not really saved. But today you just want to make sure that if you died, you know that you know you would go to heaven and be with the Lord. Friend, if that's you, if you fit into one of those three categories, I would love to pray with you and for you. If that's you, right wherever you're sitting or listening to this broadcast, pray this prayer with me, with your heart and your lips out loud. Listen, you may never have another opportunity. So just pray this with me, with your heart and your lips out loud. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of all my sin. Wash me and cleanse me. Set me free. Thank you that you died for me. I believe that you've risen from the dead and you're coming back again for me. Fill me with your spirit. I confess with my mouth, Jesus is Lord. Come into my heart right now. Now just declare this. Say, I'm saved. I'm born again. I'm forgiven. And I'm on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to tell you, friend, this morning, all your sins are forgiven. Find a local church this morning. Go right to church. I just want to encourage you. Find a local church to get plugged into. Come to the river this morning. 212 South 7th Street, Coshocton, Ohio. Our service begins at 10 a.m. We would love to hear that you gave your life to the Lord or rededicated your life to Him this morning. Come and let us know. Uh, you can go to therivercoshocton.com for more information. Other than that, we are out of time. I love you. God bless you. Jesus loves you. Have a wonderful week. We would love for you to join us at the River Church this morning at 10 a.m. For additional information about our church, you can go on our website at www.therivercoshocton.com. You can also follow us on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash the River Coshocton.